Yo, yo, yo. It's your king, J Bitter B. And today, today is a beautiful day in the loo. Um, it's about 70 degrees, 72 degrees. It's probably going to be some storms later. But as of right now, it's a beautiful day. You know, all the rain is gone for now. You know, we level-headed, everything good. So we go ahead and decided to go ahead and sit on the back porch. Y'all already know what time it is. It's that stogie talk time. So tune in to the Stay Mad Podcast. We got it coming up for you next with a special guest. I'll tell you in a minute. It's your king. Yo, yo, yo. It's your king. And today, it's another beautiful, beautiful day. Um, Everything going good. You know, I know last podcast, you know, I was saying, uh, you know, everything was stressful, you know, because of what I was going through, uh, looking for a house, running a business, dealing with this, dealing with that. My schedule was just not fluent with itself. But this week, I feel good. (laughs) I feel good. (laughs) So, as promised, it's going to be a much longer Stay Mad podcast. And while you're waiting, well, in the meantime and in between time, go to The Stay Mad Podcast on Instagram. Check us out. You know, but today is a beautiful day. We got random topics all day. We got random topics all day. Nothing particular. But today is Stogie Talk. So what we're going to do is chop tip, put it to your lip, and blaze. So whatever you smoking, let's go and get a smoking on. And I'm opening mine up right now. Ooh, ooh, fresh out the seal. Ooh, fresh out the seal. I'm going to tell you all I guess in a minute. But, ooh, I got something called a... Oh, that's right. They're not paying me yet. So once they start paying me, I can start announcing what I smell. Hold on, I gotta chop the tip. You know, I, mine ain't like yours. All right? Mine ain't like yours. <laughs> uh, so yeah, today, like I said, there's no particular topics. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be something like a soft feel of our special guest. You know, a lot of people been asking me about her. You know, a lot of people have been saying, um, "Hey man, you know she got some good points and all that." Hey, when you gonna bring my girl along? And I f- swiftly say, "I don't know who you're talking about." <laughs> But, you know, but like I said, no, no specific topics. You know what I'm saying? What we encourage people to do, our black folks, is sit back, chill, relax. Better days are coming no matter what. So that's why we sit on the back porch on this beautiful day in the hood and a beautiful day in the loop. Chop the tip and blaze. Let's just go and talk about whatever, whatever come to mind. Recent current events, old events, whatever that, you know, that stimulate us. Just like the stimulus, you know, we can talk about that, you know, but whatever, whatever come, we'll talk about it. But with no further well, ado, I do, uh, I do. With no further ado, we bring to you the slickest flies, uh, manipulative. Oh, wow. I said manipulative. <laughs> oh, my bad. Hold on. We bring to you. This most smoothest, the most creative, right, manipulous, the most creative children's book author in the world, the most, the most tantalizing massage therapist in the in the world. She got them hands not for boxing, but for massaging the body after a boxing bout. You talking about the C to the to the C to the N A C name? Bruh. I had to bring you in with intro. Bruh. Let's welcome everybody. Come on, clap, 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 clap
what's up, what's up? What's up, C Nay? Welcome back to the Stay Mad Podcast. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You know how, how you, you been? I'm good. I, I ain't even chip. I ain't even chop the tip yet. Oh wait, yeah, wait till you chop yeah, the tip. Uh-huh. Make it official. We gotta make it official. We gotta start the drink while you chop the tip. Mm-hmm. You know, she just pulled hers out the pack. And she starts smoking immediately. I got to do a little bit something to mine. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but what's up, girl? How you been? Man, I'm good. Everything good. been good with it's you? It's a lovely day. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for the support. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. No, that you got any plugs you want to drop? Oh, my God. We can start that off early because I know last time you yeah. was like, can I shout out some black? Yeah. And it so, never happened. The, the star for me right now, I want to shout out. No, no. Oh, other than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a local author named uh, Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson wrote the book Assassination of Procrastination. And me and Procrastination have been rocking for a long time now, but I think mm-hmm. we're about to break up because. Because of the book. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to read the book. And if y'all been listening and paying attention, that's the book that I suggested y'all to have in my other podcast about. So shout out to the brother. Go ahead. Shout out Mark Johnson. Also in my lane, um, as you know, I'm a children's book author. Um, I would like to uh, shout out my manager and the super cool man doing big things out here for with literacy for the small people. Mm-hmm. Um, Julius B. Anthony. Mm-hmm. He is making magic around St. Louis. He, he's been... Uh, an educator for over 20 years and he is definitely paving the way for the St. Louis Black Authors of Children's Literature and it's just a beautiful organization to be a part of and um, I love it. So shout out Julius B. Anthony. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got a couple of them. You know, I want to shout out Willie's Janitorial Service, Floor Masters. I want to shout out to them. I want to shout out to the, um, I forget the Black Beauty Shop name. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Uh, I forget their name. But they in North County, okay. you know. Shout out to them, you know. Shout out to the Black China, the Chinese shop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is them, it, uh, I forget lefties. the name. Lefties, that's right. Le- oh, they they, super when they big. opened up, they had the most biggest Pan African flag I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, they red, black, and uh, green. Jefferson and, and Arsenal. What? I guess they got two. Because they have a Jefferson over there by Arsenal. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right, right. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, lefties. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the unnamed black entrepreneurs, the black hustlers. Shout out to all y'all. Hope y'all listening right now. Y'all got y'all stogies kicking back on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday. Sure. And y'all blazing, man. Y'all enjoying some of this beautiful weather. You get a time to. Because I know my morning was packed. I had cuts after cuts after cuts, and then I had to do some stuff at home. Then I had to go back to the cuts, and then cuts and cuts. I had a lot of business and clients today. So, hopefully, I get a chance to actually listen and dive deep, you know. But right now, let's breathe deep and drag deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that's it. Whoop. So, um, what's been going on with you, see now? You like, you know what I'm saying? We got, a, we got the. We oh, got, okay. Right, you, remember, you asshole. Right. Uh, <laughs> we got we got um we got the black business out the way. So any ones other ones you think think about, of course, it's always bringing in. Yep. But what else been going on with you, man? How was life? Man, I'm in virtual kindergarten with my son and Lord have mercy. It's uh it's pretty rough. It's, it's intense, deal. yeah. It's intense and all the little kids songs be stuck in my head all day. Mm-hmm. Um working on my next book. Uh-huh. Uh can't give you too many details right now, but look out for that. Uh Hold me oh. what? Speaking of books, I want to shout out to an author. Okay. Ooh. Her name, Adre Nicole. Uh-huh. Adre Nicole. Now, she got this. Yeah. Dog. Like, she got this book. 
called uh, is it Dream Big? Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. uh, it's called The Other Woman Playbook. Oh, okay. Now, again, I met her. Again, I'm going to have to invite her on, my pod, on a podcast so we can talk more about the book. But she has this, like, it's a beautiful, dope book. I love books where we talk about, like, like nasty, freaky shit. Kinda you know like what I'm saying? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got So, it. yeah, but um, hers better because she's from St. Louis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to her. Let me jump in, but go ahead. You say you're yeah. dope. Oh wait, I gotta shout out somebody too. I'm sorry. Uh, X Blue Rain. She's a spoken word artist here in St. Louis. Um, she's also an author. She got like seven or eight books. Uh-huh. Um, but she is wonderful. Her name is Cynthia Jowers, but her stage name is X Blue Rain, and she's she's a phenomenal spoken word artist. So check her out. Look her up on Facebook, Cynthia Jowers. And she be she with the shits, honestly. Facts. And while this plane go over, go and take a puff of whatever you're smoking. Put it to your lip and blaze. Yeah, but you know, one thing that you know I gotta say about you, you guys, black authors, is you know I really appreciate your dedication, especially with you. You do illustration and you do, no, you know. I well, I thought you. I ain't drawing. It's illustration nothing. in your books. Yeah, but I ain't so, drawing. Okay. So shout out to Donnie. There you go. <laughs> shout out to Donnie Hill. He out of Arizona. He do a lot of good work for people here in uh, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He did the illustrations. Beautiful, because I can't draw nothing but stick figures. <laughs> right. Like. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I mean, like I was saying, you. I mean, not illustrations. You have illustrations in your book. Right. And so it's child books. So it's beautiful. You know, it's beautiful. Shout out to you. You know, shout out to the other authors, man. You know, I'm doing something behind the scenes and I'm trying to write a little something, something here and there because, you know, writing for me is cool, but actually channeling it. Yeah. Channeling it. Yeah. What I said? Uh-huh. I said channeler. It's okay. All right. So, channeling it and, you know, and putting it to pages is kind of different. So, you know, I got I to gotta shout out y'all, man. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah, dope. It's, inc- it's an incredible process or whatever. So, when you're ready to publish, I can help you. Anybody else who out there trying to self-publish, I can help you. Um, if I don't know the answer, I can lead you to somebody who got it. So, Yes, keep writing. True, it's, it's beautiful. And all you have to pay her is um, in courts. Don't do that. Rose courts. Don't do. Don't do that. <laughs> Clear courts. Clear rose courts, courts. Rose courts. Blue gold courts. Whatever courts. If I'm Jasper, in, right, Jasper. Whatever. Uh, Rosemary, <laughs> Simon, Simon, and Salmon. Whatever courts you have, pay Courtney. She will help you with any book, however long. There's no size to the courts. It's just courts. Bracelet yeah. or you, you can buy her quartz earrings. Cubans <laughs> <laughs> quartz. You ain't right. She will come through with all the help that she has in her possession. Get a bag full of rocks. <laughs> a bag full of rocks. Courtney's. See, name about to come over and do a thing. Uh, damn, man, you just said my real name. Now I gotta be like, okay, so this so now, is one dimension of me. I'm with my best friend. Of course, I'm a professional um, children's book author, but I'm also um, a massage therapist. And this been my be- this has been my best friend since 2007 or eight. One of the two. And so we just, you know, we chill. I, I don't have on a professional hat right now. So <laughs> this is one of the dimensions of myself that I'm sharing with y'all. So thank you for all the love. And uh, yeah, my name is Courtney Smith. And uh, yeah, I write and I do massages. Like I got them hands. So if you have any back pains, neck pains, shoulder pains, 
foot pain, any kind of pain, I could definitely uh, serve you and your wellness needs with massage therapy. So hit me up. The more bodies, the better. That's my. That's what I do. I'm working in my purpose when I do that. I love helping people uh, feel relaxed and you know work on getting healthy and being happy and letting their energy flow mm-hmm. freely. So yeah, if you need a massage, mm-hmm. holler at me. Sound like a corner. She said, "The more bodies, the better." For real. The <laughs> more they have, they gotta have a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. you know? Make sure they have a pulse, and uh, we're good. Yeah. Right. Shout out to shout out to that definitely. You know, but again, you know, which you had these the, hands before. What they feel the, like. Bricks. Boy, stop! <laughs> no, she's amazing. She's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah, it's, it's amazing for real though. Like for real. Like, yeah, that's what dope. I do. I love doing massage for it's real. Dope. Um, yeah, but shout out to Bricks. <laughs> but shout out to the black authors, man. You know, it just it's so kudos to y'all that y'all can put it together. And you know, that's so dope. Back. So, what else been popping in your life? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on. Uh, about to hit month five on my micro locks. That's true. Ooh. Okay. Took a long time to install them, but they growing full and thick, and I love it. I love this journey because, you know, my hair didn't been through it all. and had to lose natural, then went to the traditional locks, then cut it all off, then went bald, mm-hmm. and then I went bald for a purpose. My friend had cancer. She was going through chemo. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't have cancer. Just... I went bald for a year and a half for a homegirl who had cancer. And then, what do we do next? The uh, low cut. Yeah, low cuts. Uh, the waves. Yeah, wavelength. And then we, we did, did the fro hawks. Fro hawks. Yeah. We did and all the now, hawks. Yeah, all the hawks. All right, oh, no, right. You just did lining. I did. You went through a phase. And now, um, yeah, I'm on my micro lock journey back in the lock community. And I love it. Every piece of it. Except for when I have to do it myself. That's and that's a fresh Bummer. Fact. But yeah, it's cool. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, just learning myself and loving myself more. Um, really kind of getting a chance to know who I am. I feel like I'm totally different from before. Like when I ain't had no kid and I wasn't sure about my purpose. I'm a totally different bird now. And it's just interesting getting to know who I am. Yeah. Um, so it's an exciting journey. I'll just say that. Good. That's good. And you got thus far on this journey. Yeah. You got thus far and you did good. So you got clap to Oh, you. thank I, you. Oh, clap. yeah, clap. Yeah. You know now. High five. Now, let's right. smoke to that, y'all. Let's yeah, smoke yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah. It's a progression. Progression. Speaking of progression, black wealth. Uh huh. Black wealth. Do you think in the state that black people are in? No, no, just me. Do you think the state that uh, we are in uh-huh. as a community, black community, uh-huh. do you think that we have what it takes to progress at a faster rate than our ancestors, or at a more slow rate? Uh, okay, yes and no. Um, as far as the opportunities. To create wealth, I feel like we definitely have a lot more advantages than they did um, in a lot of different avenues because now it's like social media influencers, online boutiques, and you know, we're hold on a sec, drag, it's a yeah, plane. It's a plane, pause. Pause for the play. Alright, uh, so it because there are a lot of 
there are a lot of opportunities to become an entrepreneur um, in a ways that weren't available before. Yes, I feel like we could do it faster. However, I think what sets us back is mindset. Um, mindset. I know a lot of businesses fail within the first what year or two for lack of proper bookkeeping and the knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think in the education lane, maybe not. We wouldn't have anything to flourish long term. But opportunity, yes. Um, yeah, that's how that's what I would say. Because we've done it over and over and over and over again in many different time periods. So yeah. Uh yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you think it can go faster than our ancestors or at the same rate? I think we can go faster because of how open things are now. But the consistency of it or the longevity of it will probably, it probably fizzles out quicker because of the lack of the proper mindset. That's how I would say. Yeah. As a whole. Because you got to figure in, you know, your overhead, you know, the actual craft and how you can, you know, promote it and sustain it and then also uh support yeah. so it's like sometimes people don't know that you're there mm. it, like even families yeah it, it, a lot of people don't know that you're there and a lot of also people a prophet is never um what do you call it celebrating in his own home mm-hmm. so you could be here building a business here in st louis and people like don't really fuck with you until you everybody's saying your name you know, and then a lot of times it's just not knowing, like who makes laundry detergent, mm-hmm. who Nobody makes knows. hand sanitizer, who makes copper jewelry, who makes vegan, you know, treats and eats, and who makes, you know, it's. But there are black people out here who are doing the very thing that you need. So, uh, yeah. Good. Good. How, you how you doing? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, uh, also yeah. Remember the, we on a patio, so you know neighbors come by. You know we yeah, friendly. we gotta so, speak. Gotta speak. Black um, stuff. just respect. So yeah, a lot of times. Okay, so I met another entrepreneur. Playing, take a puff of whatever you're smoking. Another entrepreneur just on a whim. Uh, Mario McCoy is based in um, Houston, Texas, and he owns a watch company, and it's called Incomparable. It don't have no vowels in the name. I don't know why he don't like vowels. I don't know what the vowel, com- you know, what they did to him. But Incomparable is like N C M P L E somewhere like that. No vowels. It's not like spelled properly, you know, the right way. But uh, he's doing you know big things. Doing. And, right, you know, black people no always thanks. super creative. We spice up anything. But, uh, yeah, so Mario McCoy, Mario McCoy uh, has a watch company called Incomparable. He has some really good products there. But I had no idea that he even existed. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> black entrepreneurship is, is rough when you don't have a lot of eyes on you, mm. no matter where you are, because Houston is huge, you know? Is. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the lack of awareness that you exist and that your products exist sometimes lead people to just continue to buy what they usually buy, you know? True. 
I'm like, oh yeah, the watch at Walmart was just there. So I got it because I needed a timepiece. Versus, oh yeah, this black brother got a super dope line of watches. Yeah. And then you got to wait 20 days mm. to get it or, you people, know. Some people just content with what they've been using. Yeah. So you can tell them motherfucker to buy black left and right. Buy black left yeah. and right. Think black left and right. But if they're familiar with something, they they yeah, tend you to go always go with what's yeah. easier. You always go with. What's and 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 since I mean on that note, so do you think it it, it helps black people? I don't dread. Yeah, that's right. Playing. Hopefully, you're smoking something good. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, we needed a drink with the stove. I had some in my decanter. <laughs> I, I you and the decanter boy. I love it. Yeah, we should get. So, does it help? Does it help black people to to basically be grassroots? It does. Mm-hmm. When you're starting out on a business, it does. Um, because a lot of people, even people who, okay, so like if we're talking about the book business, right? First of all, word of mouth is your biggest, uh, the biggest way people can know about you. Word of mouth. That lasts longer than any promo you could pay for and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, grassroots, you have to. And you have to build yourself up to a certain standard. Because like even with books, I self-published because with the major publisher, you have to come to them with a, follow, with a huge following already. And they require a lot. So self-publishing is cool and easier on you for you to get your products out there. But... Uh, you got to start off grassroots and a lot of times people want to invest in you whether it's companies or family members or organizations until you know you got some kind of popularity which sucks because you can have a great business and people don't support you yeah or and jumping you know, on that right yeah. jumping on that I, like i always tell people when they talk um ask me about business advice or any kind of advice i tell them listen man you're not trying to win your friends you're trying to win your friends friends right because once your friends friends are talking about you right you start popping to them right and that's the sad part about it is because you have envy and you have hate a lot of times when you have a whole lot of friends. Or yes. you have a couple of friends. They look at you like, you know, you're regular. And then you start popping, doing these things. They, and they then say, they come along. They don't promote nothing you're talking about. And, uh, but as soon as they dead daddy, they cousin, they friend, be like, man, have you heard of this business? They, oh, yeah, it's my partner. Right, and it's like, what? Yeah, no, but you was here the whole time. You can yeah. just help out there. I mean, first of all, hold on. Sir, you only have one friend, okay? I have more than that. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, you yeah, do. You that's do. right. Oh well, and I need. Hey, anybody want to be my friend? I'm, I'm, I got uh, applications here. Uh, you know, like to read. Right. So, but yeah, but you for real. you got more than one friend. You got. Oh, what a change! Ain't it on me? No, right It's raining. It's dusty out Right. But yeah, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when you start, you start surpass not surpassing your friends in like anything, but. When you start giving her information and you start pleasing their friends, mm-hmm. that's when your friends will come along a lot of the times. Fact. And it's messed up because at the end of the day, they see you struggle. You'll come into the crib or you'll come, in, you'll come into where I live and you'll see the dedication. Oh, my mom not her. Or when you do get to spend time, I'm always talking about business. Yeah. But you don't go on your Facebook page. You don't go on your social media and say, yo, man, my dude doing this, shout, shout out to them. Yep. You don't get that. Yep. But as soon as your partner do it, they don't know me. Yep do it you gonna be like oh man i gotta do it yeah. now it's crazy it's kind of like the father who wasn't there for their child and then their child grow up and win basketball tournaments or 
whatever kind of tournament or, and they're receiving accolades in a public manner, then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's my son. Or, yeah, that's my cousin. Or, yeah, and it's like, bro, you wasn't there for the struggle part. Why, why come and celebrate with me when you wasn't there from... You know, when I was building up to this, when I was practicing all night long, when I had an injury, yeah. when I, I was studying. I want nothing about that, you know. You know? you know, my daddy loved me. Well, my daddy loved me too. I'm just saying, some people daddies and some people family. They do. My, <laughs> my daddy loved me. My daddy loved me. My daddy loved me too. Shout out to my dad. Shout out I to the black fathers, bro. Yeah, because they important. I don't Shout think people really understand. They, they, the black fathers, literally are a mythical figure. In the media, and these white people, and these white people with heads, the black father is a is a myth. But we exist. Yeah, it's a lot of amazing fathers out here. You one of them. Thank you. Um, you one of them. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You stupid. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm a mother and a father. You one of them. I'm a. <laughs> I'm half mother, half father. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of how it happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people don't people don't be realizing how detrimental it is for mental and emotional support. Uh, uh, you know, structure. When you don't have when you don't have a father, it's like, bruh, this person is they go through all kind of mental and emotional trauma. Not yeah. having a father, like it's it's. But we'll talk about that on another on another day because it's gonna be raining out here in a minute. Right. I don't, you know. Yeah, it's it's too deep for this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ben. So let's jump back into the black wealth. Yeah. The black su- success. Yeah. So, on the black wealth side, mm-hmm. do you feel like we get a first shake? We get a first shake in the sharing of wealth in America. We don't. Go ahead. Because we black. <laughs> we don't. And good night. Right. And <laughs> good night. Cut. Good job. I mean, because you've seen number one, you've seen multiple communities in you know multiple black communities in the United States who have pulled themselves up by the proverbial bootstrap, which mm-hmm. is totally retarded to even say pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's like you can't tell somebody who you stole everything from, that they even have a boot in the first mm. place. And they don't have no economic structure. You know what I'm saying? Pull yourself up, you can do it. I did right. it. Right. No. You had $10 you know. million dollars behind right, you. Right, right, right. And the lineage. You small, right. You know I mean? And you can trace your uncle back we're to not, England. We're not. Exactly. What do you mean? Like, we have no, we're not connected to our legacy of competence. Oh, short uh, plug. Uh, if you want to be connected to a legacy of competence, meaning people, a legacy of beautiful black people who have um, persevered and created an incredible life for themselves, no matter what the circumstances were, you should probably read uh, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice by Dennis Kimbrough, D-E-N-N-I-S-K-I-M-B-R-O. Now, it's, it's, uh, it's off of the Napoleon Hills, Think and Grow Rich, but... Dennis Kimbrough was asked to do Think and Grow Rich, a black choice for us specifically. Um, and I think because we don't know that there were people who came before us who totally sauced up this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something that, you know, now that you know my name, I got to say. Sauced up this lifestyle or whatever. You, If you're not connected to it, you would think, oh, the only way to get out is playing it, you know, dribbling a ball yeah. or throwing a ball or singing. Or, But it's like we got engineers we got, we got dope entrepreneurs yeah. we have doctors and lawyers and bankers yeah. and you, you know, don't have to put your hands on nothing to get out of it you know what i'm saying so um i think once we have 
rooted in our minds or planted in our minds okay these are the people who came before me who surmounted like incredible feats okay cool now i'm empowered what do i want to do and then you get the passion going and then you can move forward but we also need the unity part the unity part was the most remarkable part of uh like tulsa oklahoma or all the great or, black yeah men, and yeah. it's like they had this you know they worked together yeah. And I know that there are communities of black people who are working together. It's just we in St. Louis and we don't see them. But <laughs> they are working in right. other, like it's a, a real estate agent named Pam Courtney. And she owns a whole neighborhood. She bought the whole neighborhood. And and it's, it's great. It's, it's ridiculous. But it's like, where do you live, Pam? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we need unity on a on a massive scale. Um, that'll pull us through. Honestly. That's a fact. Okay, so we're wealth. Now, <laughs> I got to ask one of one of my listeners uh, asked me to ask this question to be well or just on the general, podcast, just okay. on the podcast, just to get other people's thoughts about it. Okay, should the wealthy pair pay their fair share or more? Of taxes and of stuff. Of taxes and stuff, yeah. So let me let me say it again. Should the wealthy mm-hmm. pay their fair share of taxes, or should they pay more taxes? Uh. Well, since the wealthy usually get off from paying taxes, mm-hmm. um, uh. Okay, mm-hmm. just being the, the kumbaya person, okay. I believe that everybody should pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. However, if 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 the infrastructure is is failing and you and we need more to keep this thing rolling i think it should come from the people who have more because it's like we don't have it right so you know and then you put it in your your you put it in more will help everybody but the regular me says everybody should pay their fair share the other part of me is saying if we fell in and we need to come up and make this thing tight before somebody come in and then we a third world country because, you know, people being selfish. I think the, the wealthy <laughs> should definitely pay more to, uh, you know, kind of give us a boost or whatever. But So you think, so on the face, you think they should pay the first share. But if the economy is crippling, they should kick in more. Facts. Okay. Because you that, got that's, it. That's respectable. Yeah, you got it. My view on it is, as I was telling him, is that I feel like they should pay the first share. But they benefit off loopholes that has exactly. nothing to do with them. So if they use a loophole, it's there. Exactly. We should do the same thing. We don't have no loopholes. And if we do, it's very minimal. Exactly. It's very minimal. So it's like if you could have, if in that too, if the wealthy have certain things that they could dip out on and they have loopholes. And it's legal. Why not give it to the regular people? It's literally like me being punished for being poor. Because everybody will pay a dollar in taxes. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's why. Hear my four quarters. You hear me? I found loopholes, baby. I got you. You hear me? I got you. So, yeah. So, my thing is, again, when it comes down to it, um, yeah, they should pay. They fur. Sure. Now again, if they want to kick in, I don't know how that's possible. Like, oh yeah, what? My tax on two thousand dollars. I'm gonna put it in four, uh, uh, four thousand yeah. dollars. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Pay your first share. You know what I'm saying? But if you get a loophole offered to anybody, because even in taxes, some people say, hey, do this, do that, do that. Yeah. There's loopholes you can get away with, and a lot of us take advantage of it. So for the same thing, they people too take advantage of it. 
take advantage of it. But I do support what you said. If the economy messed up and the stimulus checks and you own the what the top five percent own like ninety percent of the wealth in America. 1%. Yeah, the one percent. And you mean tell me you gotta kick it out. So as soon as our economy go down, you billion and trillionaires, y'all have to kick out stimulus checks to everybody. How about that? Right. That's your tax. Yeah, then right. next year you ain't gotta pay no tax. Because you paid everybody tax. Right. <laughs> At least, so I feel yeah, what you're saying. like in, even if they galvanize the wealthy in St. Louis or the wealthy in Missouri. All right, Missouri, we having an issue with the water and the pipes or having an issue with schools or whatever. You know who I should, I think, should pay what? more taxes? Who? Politicians. Facts! Because they don't let's pay hit, for nothing. Whatever you smoke, hit it. Yeah, hit that. Mm, let's, let that sink in. Yeah. Because why they ripping you off? If they getting paid more, if they got to pay more taxes, they're going to try to save you money at the and, same process. Uh-huh. But since they, li- since they live a life of, mm. of uh, you know, people wiping their ass mm. for them, it's like yeah. they don't care. Yeah. And that's the thing is because they're disconnected from the struggle. It's like if you struggle and your immediate family is struggling, then you'd be like, okay, this is how I can help with my position of power. But because they're so disconnected from it, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. And we keep on hiring these people. We keep on voting them in, voting them in. I don't vote. So if a if a politician, we're gonna get in that too. Yeah. So if a politician, if a politician pay more taxes, you know what I'm saying? In the turn, they might have they might have you pay less taxes. Or whatever, but they're politicians, they can be snakes. I, I think that they like, would be saying, How can we make this fair if this is what my contribution is? Exactly. I don't feel like a politician should get you should Get less than your majority of your constituents. That's the constituents. Facts, Until you live. put something in that benefits the constituents. Exactly. It makes sense. Because we hired you. We hired you. So make some change for us, then we talk about you. Because we'll take care of you if you take care of us. Yep. yep. The first you term you get paid five minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. First first term you and her get minimum wage. Right, and you are you not allowed. Work for it. Right, you are not allowed to get nothing above nobody until we you approve it, and then, then you know, second term, hey, yeah. do you, baby, right. loopholes? Right, Fact. Yeah, because yeah, because they gotta be a part of it. And I hate it because the, a lot of these people portray the vision that they have had uh, hardships in life before, and this is the reason why because these things are important to me. But then it's like time passed. And you don't even touch that area. Nope. It's like, so don't pull on people's heartstrings to say, hire me and I will do all of these wonderful things. And then they done. And you'd be like, so what? Right. So we got fucked? Yeah, you didn't do anything you said you were going right. to do. This is okay. what penetration feel like. I, 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 no move at all. It's like, <laughs> hey. we, we do, yeah. Yeah. So, and like I said, you know, we always got to put our politicians in office who are, think black, act black, and live black. Facts. Period. Like, you know, we just got to. You know, a change is going to come, but we got to be that change. Okay. And again, like I always say, um, if you want change, you got to change your mind. And once okay. you do that, um, once you do that, you will start to see change. But speaking of change, so you said you don't vote, huh? Hell no. Go ahead. I'm gonna, let's open that up. Why don't you vote? I don't vote because I feel like... Hold on, hold on. Have you ever voted? Yes, okay. I have before. So have you voted? So you voted less than you... So the first time I was able to vote was when Obama was going for his first term. I was old enough at that point. That was the first time I was able. And I did everything. I voted for the president. I voted for the local people. I studied, da-da-da-da-da. But then I started realizing in my early 20s that these people didn't do what they said. Mm. 
So I was like, okay, join the Occupy movement in my mid-20s. You changed yourself to a tree? Yep. Mm-hmm. Slipped in a tent downtown mm-hmm. in Kena Plaza. I protested. I did. Uh, I was fighting Wells Fargo. Every Like, all of them. Because they were doing, like, uh, faulty loans on black and brown people, whatever. No, and then, yeah, yeah. You know. So it was like, we were fighting against those things. Uh, but, yeah, I wrote letters. I had meetings. We did press releases. I had a few speeches. We were we were doing some really big work trying to get, you know, these people to work with us to solve the problems that we had. And they didn't. We got kicked out of places. We sent multiple letters. I wrote some letters myself to the local, you know, people who are in charge of things. And they just, they didn't listen. They didn't care. They didn't move. They didn't change. None of that. So I'm like, y'all, y'all lying. Like, right. y'all, nothing has changed. There's no reason why our school system should be this way with all this mm-hmm. money. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if the children of future, we failing them. And we're going to be messed up as old people True. because we didn't put the work in and put water in this garden of children's education mm-hmm. or whatever, the homeless veterans or college education or women's health rights and all kind of stuff, you know, yeah. drug abuse and counseling and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, what? Like, right. y'all say that y'all want to help on a holistic, you know, on a holistic, you know, level, but they don't. And we've seen it time and time again. Vote, 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 vote. And I realized that there's a platform that's already set for those people who are in that position. So if you're alderman, I mean, they 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 do work. Aldermen seem to be like, they they yeah. do good. But yeah. like the higher, the higher up people, there's already something set for that seat. Yeah. So they have to do whatever is in that seat that they sit in. So what our cares and responsibilities and cares and concerns are like go to the west side the wayside and don't be the person that ruffles feathers and says all right i'm gonna be revolutionary in this office and i'm gonna do what the people said they need me to do then what happens you find them face down in the river you find they get a smear (laughs) or you don't find them at all they die you know they uh, go crazy all of a sudden out of nowhere they lose everything they got so i've seen it I've seen it, you know, people who try to actually do what needs to be done, and they get bullied badly. Um, but other people, hey, they you get in that office and you do what that office told you to do right. for whatever that position is. So I'm just like, why would I participate in this bullshit ass system when number one, it wasn't made to fit us in the first place, and number two, they keep doing the same shit over and over. Why waste my time? I mean, no offense to anybody who votes but don't come for me because i don't my experience is that i've been ten toes down in the street protesting been ten toes down dressing up you think your votes need to be more grass we need to be on the phone with these people or emailing these people and they respond back and be Mm. like okay i heard your concerns how can we work on this together because i don't mind doing the work i don't mind if something needs to be done and with schools, I'm there. Something needs to be done with the neighborhoods. I'm cleaning up. Somebody, so it's like I'm more of the doer part. I'm going to ask you once. Can you help with this with the power that you have and the resources that you have? If you slam a door in my face, I'm just going to go grab some people from the hood and we're going to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, but they don't do what they say they're going to do. And I feel like it's a waste of my time to put hope 
and and energy into somebody who doesn't have my best interest at heart or the community's best interest at heart. So fuck them. Okay. <laughs> so when was the last time did you vote? Uh, I voted a year. I voted for the so I voted for Obama. Uh-huh. That was a, you know when I was able to, and then after that I did like a local election. Mm-hmm. So which was like you know not too far off of it. So 2008. Yeah. And after that I just I was like the fuck? they said they was gonna do what? Well it still looked like this. Mm-hmm. Okay let's try again. They said they was gonna do what? Okay what's that? What's our email? What's our number? What, what office do they work in downtown? And then so I start showing up mm-hmm. in my little, you know, nice little skirt and suit and stuff. And, hey, you know, we the community need this from you. And I know this is in your scope of, you know, expertise. Can you help? And they was just like, bitch. You know, like, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we didn't expect this. Yeah, yeah. right. We didn't expect, we didn't expect you to come down here with yeah. precise demands and how we could, you know, work together and collaborate for the community. I just felt like they didn't care. So I was like, all right, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reach out to you anymore. I'm just going to grab other people who want to help in this area. And I'll do that. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. So. So I don't. Yeah, like, like I don't for me. Though. You know, um, I can understand a person that uh, that don't vote or don't choose to vote. But for me, I feel like as black people, we need to use everything in our repertoire to beat the oppressor. Now, remember, I feel another thing in, in history, if it wasn't so important, they tried their best to keep it away from us. They don't want. They didn't want us voting for shit. It's voter suppression happening right That's now. That's what I'm saying. So again, just with that, just with them saying that, that makes me want to do it even more. Why? Why are you? Why are you protecting this? Why are you don't want us from? Why are we killing? We getting murdered just to vote. Yeah. You don't want us to vote. So I feel like that it has something to do with something because remember, also I believe in voting locally more than I believe in yeah. voting presidential. So yeah. you. I mean, to, to, so to your point, I feel like you know. You got to do the work, like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I mean, I was the voice of the speed bumps in my community. I'm the voice. I'm for so that. proud of you for that. I ain't man. no doubt. That's, no, that's what's up. The speed bumps, like, so now I know my older woman. You know, I can text or call her. You know, we talk about all these vacant buildings and all this stuff. I, the trash cleanup, like right now, we sitting on a patio. I'm looking in the alley. We we in, we in the hood, North City. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking out. You know, there's some couches right here behind my stuff now. Alley's the at the alley is a problem in our community because people just drive down and drop up their trash. So, but I call my alderman, they can do some work, or I call the trash department, they'll do it. Now, they're a little bit slower, but when you call the alderman, they can make it happen and clean up the whole alley. Yeah. So, anyway, so I feel like you gotta do the work. Facts. But also, you gotta, now I know my alderman, I knew it before, you know, shout out to Sharon Tyus, you know, uh, and then, you know, we gotta do the work, you know what I'm saying? We gotta do the work, but also we have to vote. On a local, more local level. Yeah. If you start getting your older women's in, remember your older woman or your older man be living in the hood with you. Yeah. True. They see the same struggle true. that you see. Sometimes a congresswoman don't live in the same community. They right. might represent you, right. but they don't have a they probably don't have to live in there. If they do, they live in a better class of neighborhood that you live right. in. Right. So all right. I'm saying is if you start locally, start getting these black motherfuckers up, the with the same mental mindset. They will literally become your congressmen, presidents, all that stuff. But we got to think black, live black, and act black, and be black. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, so my vote counts 
because these white people try to take it away from you at every turn. They try to make you have ID, social security numbers. You gotta grow grass on your ass before yeah. you walk in this <laughs> right. mall. You gotta have you gotta have a Six Flags pass. Yep. You gotta have a social security number. You gotta have your mama ID. She they check they check your butt. They check your mama booty. Oh, oh yeah, come on in. Right. They trying to make you have all this just to vote. So if it's so protected, it's something to it. And they, a lot of our black people have died because they wanted to vote. You know, what you're going to vote, they used to come to your house, kill you, uh, kill you, chop, uh, uh, kill you. I'll make an example of your, your brother. Oh, I heard he was voting. They used to block the voter polls, tell you it wasn't here, bring shotguns down there yeah. to keep you from voting. So if that's the case, I want all the votes and then some, nigga. But at the same time, I'm going to do the work. Okay. At the same time, I do the work. So I can understand so what you're saying. So maybe it's just like, I mean, and thank you for your opinion, black men. I appreciate it and I respect it. No problem, um, I think uh, that both of our ideologies can be paired together. You got to be willing to do both. Two things can be true. Be willing to do the work and be willing to hold those accountable in office who, you know, uh, are ahead of things. All right. And I also, do, time and time yeah. again, you know, people just do the vote. And the people they put in office fail. So that discourages you from voting another person in. But also you got to realize, when they get into that system, they don't see you in office. They will, they have to shake hands with these racist people who don't have their best interest in heart to get something done. So then they, they begin getting to fail even though they don't want to. That's why you don't see them do the work to finish out the job. But at the same time, if you if we have enough black people to do a lot of black shit mm -hmm. and get these black people into office on bigger levels, little levels, all that. We they will go into a system and they will see like-minded people, and then they can begin and finish the work that they started. You know what else? We need money. We need people with money. Power and money. I just thought about this. You city is becoming real Asian. Oh yeah, but you real knew that. Asian. Like over the last ten years, they own. You city, like you got Asian stores and restaurants, and and you know they the apartment buildings down on Del Mar, and like all oh, it's like they have political power Facts. in a way to where they can make big moves um, in St. Louis, and I'm like, hmm, you know, like <laughs> how they do that? How they do that? I'm gonna tell you how. <laughs> a lot of times they come over, you know, what I'm saying, and um, they have a link to it so that's why when Asians come over and in our community they sell us our culture they have beauty supply mm -hmm. shops but we, I, I don't remember walking through North St. Louis see Asians walking around mm -mm, at all they're coming they got the Chinese ch yeah, food places Chinese put hemmed up and they be looking like shitholes mm -hmm. yeah, the best fry the, the best the best uh, chop suey being a fucking vacant building damn there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we accept that. But let us go to a black owned store that have a little hole in the floor. Oh, they raggedy. That's they this. They this. They, these yeah. Chinese, the, the Chinese people come over. Or Asian. Or <clears throat> Asian. Right, that's true. You're right. I got to keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, so Asians. The Asians come over here and literally will. <laughs> they I'm will. Sorry. They will buy. You're right. But they will buy. They will buy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, abandon. Uh, a bando put their food and stuff in it and then sell it to you mm -hmm. and we would go buy it and say it's this and that we all we know all the wrong tongs the egg mm -hmm. rolls and all this other stuff but all of a sudden we say our soul food is disgusting but most of the stuff who's saying that oh, somebody 
They hating on the greens and the cabbages oh, yeah. and the sweet potatoes. A soul food that we go to, we don't go to no. A lot of us we don't go to no soul food restaurant. Jeez. Oh, diabetes. Shout out to Jaden's. <laughs> right, but I'm saying of diabetes later. They say all this bad stuff about black owned stuff and, and soul food, but then we we'll go to a bando Chinese food with a, the door raggedy. You see, you you they only, you, right, you, you you don't even see the grade A cooking. You'll see you you don't see the sticker. You'll see whatever. I don't care. Uh, the chicken's still good. Come on, man. I better give me. Some Grab right going. Hey, That's another thing. It's like, like you said earlier, mindset. Mindset. And I understand that we've been inundated with negative, um, negative stereotypes about ourselves. Yeah. But it's like they feeding it to us. Facts. And then also, like I said, back to the Asians. Oh, you need you know a lighter? Did you buy, go out? Uh, no, fancy I got, I got, your fancy lighter. Uh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, you got 72 lighters All in that box. Ha, that one trash too. Watch Ooh, try it again. So, but back. Hold on, so right. Hold on, try <laughs> number this. three. Number three. There you go. Try, oh, okay, that show about to blow that mug out. <laughs> so these uh, the Asians, you know, they have been facing discrimination. They have been facing discrimination. Home, yeah. you know, you, you know, it's sad. It's yeah. true. But let's not. We forget, ain't doing it. But let's not forget. Let's not forget these Asians. Are more white than they are black. They they think that they don't think they they think they think that you know black people are cool, so they will appropriate your culture. But they are more white than they are and any they other are, close to black. They know that we have the biggest buying power, and they also are racist. They, they will literally snuggle up to you because it's safe. They feel like you're the big black man, the big black woman, all the, the people scared you. So they will snuggle up to you for that respect. But then behind your back, they'll tell their kids they don't marry black. Mm-hmm. Stay away from black people. But if we Let's say, not move in these communities. Let's not move in these communities. Stay away from that. But let's go sell and get money in this community. But let's not move in this community. Same thing with the Arab community. Hold on, they hold on. Before we jump on another culture, I want to stick to these um, Asians. Because, yes, you are facing discrimination. You are. But I don't remember the last time that when we was getting murdered in the that streets, all this other, any us. chop suey came out and said, this is bullshit. We should not have this. These we people paying this. my bills. Every time we go to a, a black, I mean, um, a chop suey or a beauty supply, you it's very few. You don't see any black men working there. You might see a black woman there doing hair and nails and shit like that. But where the, where black men at? I ain't never seen a black person work for a Chinese but, person. But I'm saying where I mean, the black where the black men at? You were going I'm none of that. You don't see you don't see no black people coming out the back cooking your food at an Asian restaurant? At all. Like come on, let's 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 not be let's not be stupid to the subject. Yes, we don't want to see nobody get hurt or killed on, on Asian hate. But let's stop it. Asians, you come over and you literally say, "Hey, we, hey, we white." They they leave us alone and they keep on black. They keep on fucking with black people. That's cool. We are okay with it. We will sit back and let these niggas die in the middle of the street and don't say nothing about it. Because if we speak about it, that means we're gonna be put in harm's way or yep. put on the map. And we okay with sitting back and being quiet while these black people die. Black uh, people die. Hey. Black people die, murdered, get oppressed, um, all this. They, they got a hashtag on there say, stop Asian hate. How about we stop black hate? Facts. Listen, listen, a lot of times when you say, you know, black lives matter, what do you do? Blue lives matter. All hey, lives that's matter. A color. Huh, listen, we need to change that's our mind. A shirt. We need to change our mind. Think about your black issue. You have black skin. We, we jump for everybody else. The, the, them, them alphabet people. We'll jump up for them. Well, you know the French. We'll jump up from them. We'll jump up, yeah, jump up for everybody. Every, the everybody flag. else. 
we will jump out all the, yeah, to save them. But when it comes to us, we, we almost the less vocal for our own struggle. And who is coming out left and right? Now, let's not even forget to even go deeper. If we go even deeper, guess who's buying Africa in a stinky way? The and Jamaican. Asians. Asians. But they they not coming over. They're not coming over there saying all oh, this and that. They coming over tricky. They they bought the own a lot of a um Africa because they doing it in a sneaky way. And then Jamaica. I got it. If friend. you go see, if you go see, go to Jamaica, you will see a lot of Asian shops. You can even talk to Jamaicans. The Asians come over there buy the motherfucker like a motherfucker. They are sneaky, man. So again, we're not gonna forget it. You know, yes, we don't. Again, we don't want to see y'all hurt. You know, at the end of the day, but let's not let's not forget. You, I mean, when those riots happened in Watts, with a, with a girl died. I forget her name. Oh, no. But yeah, she she died. They got shot in the back of the head for stealing a candy bar, or something small like that. Y'all boarded up y'all shops. Y'all stayed away from black people. Y'all keep on bringing y'all business in our community. But y'all y'all are the first, the last likely to help us out in any kind of way. The least likely, yeah, for sure. Like you come over nothing. and adopt whiteness. And you suppress blackness. You be, then the how you suppress it you is part of it. the how you suppress the blackness is is because you be quiet when we are dying in the street. So this is the thing: if one of us is oppressed, we all oppressed. But let's not take that saying when it's somebody else. And when it, you know what I'm saying, the Asian, y'all Asians, y'all again, y'all sit back, y'all sit back while we die in the street, man. Y'all right. sit back and die in the street. So now y'all getting a little taste of what we've been going through for 400 right. years. Welcome. And all of a sudden, well, us jumping out the window for you left and right again. Exactly. Here Only we, to get beat up in the nail we, shop. Right. We are psychologically damaged, man. We care for everybody else other than ourselves. Facts. We care about the AR. Our bitch right now, we got to move to Asia. We got to help our Asian friends. What have your Asian friends done for you? They still teaching their daddy not to be racist towards you. Exactly. That, that you, the reason why the Asian, yo, your cool Asian, because he think you cool, man. But right. trust me, when they go to that job, they the almost the whitest motherfucker there. Yeah, because they got a good play in with the white men. They just, they are accepted because they are believed that, to be very intelligent. Exactly. They are accepted because they don't have the less than complex. They a different pet. They be the dog and they the bird. You be around them and be around enough of them. They gonna look at you as less than. Facts. Like, and they playing. know it. They know that they're in a better position than we are. Like I said, the hate and the the killing is it's senseless. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. We all humans at the end of the day. And y'all gonna have to fight for y'all own people though, because we are always championing, championing, championing mm-hmm. for everybody, everybody else, else and everybody else's issues. And when it's time for us, don't nobody show up for us. Not a lot of people show up. Like you, nobody you have people shows hold signs up on. For us. But other than that, we remember y'all slavery happened. Emmett Till happened. Mm, Michael Brown. Michael Brown happened. happened. Freddie Gray happened. Samir Sandra Bland happened. happened. You 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 think it's a person that's dying right now that we don't know about? It's countless motherfuckers who jump off the slave ship. And the slavery happened, y'all. Y'all, y'all are y'all are getting blinded, man. Yes, they facing it now, but we have been facing it ever since they brought our asses over here. Facts. And you know what? Y'all could go home. We can't. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all know Asian Americans, y'all American. Okay, cool. But we're talking about Asian. Asians the people from over there. If if y'all having so much problems, up, oh, don't say it. Have them help y'all out over here. Yeah. Cause y'all buying up Africa, right? Yeah, because remember, you know, we all facing. I mean, we all, we all um, up against this white supremacy. How come y'all just not figuring that out once y'all start dying? But when we start dying, it's hey, hey, you want a free piece of chicken at the chow? Well, it is. It is what it is. I hate that. I hate the silence. 
I hate the silence when it comes to what's happening to the black community. Everybody know that it's wrong, but then they'll say quickly, it, 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 this isn't our fight. So I feel like the black community could say the same thing. You know what? Yeah, I, I believe that the hate against race uh, against Asians is racist mm-hmm. and wrong, mm-hmm. and no human being should be yeah. killed based off of who they are, Facts. some shit that they couldn't change. But at this however, time, at the same time, welcome to the party. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to you gonna have to fend for yourself because yep. black the black community should not have to stand up and and put themselves in harm way for everybody else's community when we've been screaming and hollering and getting beat up beat on and killed and you know systematically messed yeah. with in every way and nobody is coming to our rescue if yep. we gonna be together and in y'all struggle let's make sure we still together with ours keep that same energy Let's do it together. If, if y'all want us to champion y'all and protect y'all and stand up for y'all and speak for y'all and come, you know, on y'all behalf for y'all safety and with, bruh, this dollar ninety nine lighter will help you. I'm gonna need you to quit pulling. Y'all, what you keep going? All your Boy, lighters is going. trash. <laughs> but yeah, don't expect us to come and and put ourselves on the line for your struggle when we've been struggling since we got here. We don't got a home to go back to. I mean, we do, but first we got to figure out where we from. Okay, first DNA test. Then we don't have our original names, our spirituality, our customs. We don't know nothing. But you speak your language to your people in your shop that you set up in our neighborhood. And you continually abuse us and and take our money. And that you don't hire any black people at. And if you do, it's very few. Exactly. Come on, man. But we supposed to be... And this is what I don't like. This is a double standard. Asians can hire their entire family and say, okay, we're, we're hiring Asians and we keeping it that way. As soon as black people say, well, we gonna hire all black people, they it's, be, a it's a problem. We got, little, a we got little Italy here, the hill, but if we say, let's have a little Africa, it's a problem. It's a problem. And every also, every major get, city has a Chinatown. A, a little Italy too. In a little Italy. We're little Africa. Hmm. We'll wait. So all I'm saying is to this point, is because I don't want to spend this whole podcast talking about somebody else. We heard we are black excellence. We speak about our black problems, and that's all we care about on the Stay Mad podcast, right? But we don't want nobody to act as if anyone struggle is what our ancestors went through, man. Thanks. Y'all doing it now. We have been doing it. Y'all didn't want to link up with us and go to war. Thanks. Y'all ain't want to link up and go to war. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't want y'all want to be y'all want y'all are okay with us the black people being less than. As soon as we come around, we know they're less than. Y'all move around like that. Yeah. And if not, go ahead and give a whole bunch of black people some of y'all restaurants and stuff. Let them run it. Yep. Or quit quit putting blocks in between black women who are who are um, making black beauty shops or Mm -hmm. black uh, you know beauty supplies or whatever because there was just. A story on some news network I can remember. This black woman with she had a shop where they sell, you know, the eyelashes and the weave and all the hair products. And the distributor is Asian. They're making it hard for black entrepreneurs in the beauty department, knowing that the black woman is like the biggest, you know, uh purchaser or you know, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest person that that buys those products or whatever. So it's like you stop you you a part of the oppression too. Yeah. Which side you gonna play? 
Which, Which side, side you gonna, gonna play? play? You gonna be with them or are you suffering with us? Right. But you Facts. know. Um, we gotta finish this conversation. Um we're gonna finish this conversation on the next segment. You know, let's go. Yo, yo, yo. It's your king. We on Instagram at the stay mad podcast so in the meantime in between time while y'all wait on this next segment go to instagram right now type in the stay mad podcast give us some likes we gonna go live real soon you know yo 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 okay we back we had to split it up Man, the time was going by so I fast. Know, like that was, was 58 50. minutes. You hear me? It felt like it was Almost hours. So that's the maximum limit we can do a segment. So we said we're going to split this up and just finish our conversation. All right. So, so Jinx. Jinx, <laughs> make you owe me a, a green tea. I don't owe you nothing. <laughs> but yeah, so basically all I'm saying, we, we sympathize for, for the agent. Facts, because you're human. Right, because you're human. We don't want to see that. But at the end of the day, we need to focus on black shit. That's one of the things that's going to get us closer to unity than ever. We are we are the one of the minorities. We're the only minorities that are told to do anything other than be black. Thanks. Okay? The grass is green on the side on the, on the other side. No, the grass is green on the other white side. Okay? Go to the school. What you going what you getting um taught? You getting taught white supremacy. Where did you come from? Oh, I came from a slave boat. I came from a slave ship. I don't even know where my people live yeah, before the like, boat. Like Left and right, we keep on telling us that black is not the shit. And we're continuing we to conti- study these villains. Right, and guess what? On the opposite end of that, once y'all heard that in y'all history that we were slaves, y'all begin to grow that less than um, mentality and towards black your, people. And you hate yourself. Because I'm talking about myself and every other race other than black. So if we learning that we came from slave ships and we didn't contribute nothing to America, nothing to society, nothing to the world, and we and we had this complex in our head, what, when you heard that about the black men, when you younger, you grow into it, all you know is they were slaves and, and Abraham Lincoln freed them niggas. So, exactly. yo, I can be less than, it's okay. I don't, have, I don't have to represent them. At least them. I ain't that. You're right. Who are you? Exactly. At less least than. I ain't that. That's the less than complex that other races, other than black people, go through. Oh, well, shit. I mean, ain't that bad. I ain't black. And I hate when people are like, all you got to do is work hard and da da And it's like, no, no, no. Because it's systematic racism. There are jobs that Kwanisha can't get mm-hmm. because Sally, it sounds better. Uh, looks better on paper, but Kwanisha is well qualified for the job. But because of her name, simply because of her name, mm-hmm. she won't get that job. Facts. And then it it sucks because we and have to be for years. ten times better than them just to be on the same level. But they could do nepotism in their company. Mm-hmm. But if we do it, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody who's way less qualified than you, and you gotta train them to do your job, but they got a higher title than you. That don't even make no sense. Like we always the butt of the joke. We always at the bottom of the barrel, and they they want to say we lazy so bad. Mm-hmm. But I saw this thing and said they ain't start saying we was lazy until we until we told them we wasn't gonna work for free. You got that from my post? I no, that. motherfucker, I heard it before. They did. Yes, I did. So so yeah, but that's yeah. a fact. Like I said, you know. But guess what? 
that's what we learned in school. You had you literally had to go outside your way to know that you're better than, to know that you built the pyramids, knew that you were philosophers, knew that you had a whole country and to yourself. Mathematicians, you was and engineers all that. and scientists. You know, you 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 found out that you know on that boat they just didn't take people; they took engineers, yeah. scientists, Doctors. mathematics, kings, queens, carpenters, everything in between. Okay, yep. that's then that's when you find out once you got out of school. Yep. Okay. You have to but, research it after. Right. Because we're but severely now, miseducated. So again, and with that same curriculum, that same shit, the people who are not black, the people who are not black, they being spoon fed this shit too. The people who are not black got it, and on their side, they said, Psh, "Oh well, we wasn't no damn slave. I know right. who my people is." Right. And then guess what? They begin to ignore the black struggle, just like now, uh, like in February this year. <clears throat> February this year, we had Hold on, Black Greg. History Month. Uh, Plain Stogie Tom. I didn't taste you like it. I like this really good. Yeah. And it, and it's real subtle too. Yeah. Like my Stogie beat, like yeah. hard. Yeah. And, you know, this you one is real subtle. That's why I can smoke it again. Yeah. But like again, last month, you know, February was Black History Month. Mm-hmm. At, at the gig, at any one of y'all gigs, it's very few. You will find them say, "Hey, Happy Black History Month." Happy Black History Month, you know, or you know, send out emails. Hey, it's Black, it's Black History Month, guys. Let's let's set up. You don't hear that. They were not the gig, but now St. Patty's Day came up. Where oh you green? Bi- or you get pinched? Or you get pinched? It's hey, like, it's the Toy Drive Month. Like, all this other stuff. You you. How ha- about they use them Irish people? Again? Right. So okay. now, so so okay. now, once you once you hear that, but you again, this is in white culture. Yeah. They are okay with ignoring black people. Mm-hmm. So you mean tell me you ignored a whole month, and then the uh, next month you had St. Patty's Day. Everybody, where you green? Every city got a big celebration. So, you, so again, so back to the curriculum. If this is what you begin taught, you begin to ignore the black struggle. Yeah. The anything new that you can ignore it because it has shit to do with you. Thanks. So again, that's the condition. And the now child in twenty twenty one. Juneteenth is now an official holiday. That's the condition that you're you know in. What I'm saying? That's the condition that you're in. It's fucked up because, like, like uh, CNA was saying, you know, Juneteenth is now official holiday, but we've been celebrating it for years. We've been knowing about it for years. Why did it become official holiday? Hmm? Because that orange person was like, oh, I didn't know about Juneteenth, but now that I do. Right. And, and that's the only one. Oh, people know about it because of me. No. We do it big for Juneteenth. And but, Juneteenth. But it's out of y'all scope because y'all Juneteenth don't care about for us hundreds y'all of years. don't see us. Y'all don't y'all see us. Y'all are okay us. with ignoring Y'all it. think that all the black people was free. All of the black people was free when Abraham said no. They had them black people traveling. It was like, hey, y'all, y'all know y'all free, right? Uh, what? Two, what? Two, three months later? And even then, at the same time. Two years it wasn't. It wasn't about. In Texas. Yeah, it wasn't about. Oh, these people are suffering so much. I think that we should go ahead and stop the slavery thing. It wasn't that. It was he was what do you call it? Uh pandering to the dang, we ain't gonna be able to get this done. We're gonna go to war again. Okay. Let's do this. Let the slaves free. But if I could have done it without letting them free, I would have. Facts. He wasn't he wasn't talking to your humanity. I care about Plane. That's right. plain. <laughs> Smoke. That's a good thing about these stubby talks. You can just blaze whenever a plane come through. More blazing, you know? So it wasn't, we're going to abolish slavery because these are humans. 
and these humans deserve to live like everybody else. It wasn't that. It was the inner fighting with the the union and it was a business plan. Yeah, it was it was business. It was business. It was business. He didn't care nothing. Remember, he and then on top of that, they turned around and fucking paid the slave owners for the wages and the profits that they lost because their property was no longer working for them. Man. But they'll 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 bump up Abe Lincoln all day. Yeah, and Abe Lincoln, he freed the land the of the Lincoln. It's like what? Man, listen. He didn't care about you as a human being with a pulse. Know your history. Know your history. And so, it's ugly, but you gotta know it. Know your history. Because if you don't know it, you are continually in bondage. Now you are enraged after you you know come aware, become aware of all this stuff and how it really went. Because they dressed it up real nice. They dress it up real nice, oh, and, yeah. and we are severely mis under miseducated because it didn't. They these stories didn't come like that, and it's a ton of contributions that we wouldn't have been able to live comfortably uh, without a black man or a black woman creating it. Plain. Period. Right. Plain. <laughs> so just let that sink in. Sink in. Let that sink in. We've been lied to. We've been led astray. We've been bamboozled. Hoodwinked. But, uh, exactly. Know your history. Care about, care about yourself more than you care about a lot of stuff. Again, you can sympathize with these people. But you have to empathize with yourself. Our history books show that we are, no matter where the black man goes, he he is less than. No matter where the black woman goes, she is less than. We are fighting and it's getting better. But you got to understand where we at now, currently. We no matter where we go, we can go to Asia, we can go to Germany, we can go anywhere. We can even go to Africa. Man, when I went to Germany, hold on, we can even go to Africa. We can go to Africa. We looked at as less than my brother, my little brother. He's in Japan right now. He get looked at as less than. Mm-hmm. He been to Japan for like three years. He get looked at as less than. You think as soon as he he married his Asian wife, you he, as soon as he married his wife, you think he, her parents was happy or were they racist? Let's hit it real quick. Mm-hmm. Racist that a motherfucker. So no matter where, thing, no, right. no matter where the black man go, we get, we get, we are less than. You know, we get thought of as less than. So I don't want to hear none of that, man. When it comes down to it, we need to focus on self and start to get closer and closer to unify, so right. we can get our own everything, get our own economical strength, build a f- strong foundation, and support black and do black and live black, and we'll be in a better position. For our kids and for the future. And at the same time, it's like if that rub you the wrong way, you need to realize that other communities are doing the same thing. Have it's, done it's, it's only, the same thing. It's only, uh, and this is how the, the Jedi mind trick start. Because it's like, they can do it. They can keep the money in their family. They can hire their family. They can tell they them can, not to love and date something. Yeah, but we can't. Mm-hmm. A black mama will say, if she can't use your comb, don't, don't bring, bring her, her home. home. Mm-hmm. And that's offensive to people. But Asians disown their children and then, if they're dating right. somebody of the opposite race. Oh, and also black white men, people can say, hey, um, no, you can't get this job. Yeah. Mm, Quanisha, you can't get here. You can't work here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you're overqualified, but that's okay. Desiree, mm-hmm. you can't have this job. No, that, oh, yeah, we're going to go on up with somebody else. JB, you can't have this manager position. Oh, no, uh, there's no position open. Mm-hmm. What? How much experience do you have? Oh, no, it, it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You can have all the degrees in the world. You can have all the affiliation in the world. But but you're not you're not them. You're not a part of the club, and they intend on keeping it that way. You ever heard of the alt right? Listen to them. 
Listen to, listen to them. Try to and listen there to are them. disparities in the health community. Yep. There are disparities in the education community. There are disparities in every sector of our lives that is that holds us down, keeps us back. And it's the same thing, like if it's a shooter, right? White man. Go shoot up some shit. Oh, he's he's just a depressed little man. He uh it was just, you know, he was a young kid and he had a single mother and da 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 show up the best picture of him. Mm-hmm. A black man get killed and you showing a mugshot. Mm-hmm. Oh well he was a a proud his father wasn't there. He was raised by his grandparents and you know he he skipped school and it's like wait, but do you know little Draymond didn't go to school because his mama was a nurse and worked 12, 16 hours a day and he had to take care of his brothers and sisters? Facts. That's happening in the black community. Sometimes school go by the wayside because you have a a family uh responsibility or obligation that you know somebody gotta do it. Yeah. Look, listen, you know, it's okay, like I always say, and I reiterate all the time, it's okay to be black. That it's is. okay to be black. And you are beautiful. Listen, we love you. I love you. Your skin is beautiful, your thinking process is beautiful. You okay to be a king, you okay to be a queen, and you okay to be uh, the lowest form of the low. But as long as you black, you okay. It's okay. Breathe deep. Embrace it. Breathe deep. Understand if you don't see change now, be the change you want to see. From your four C hair. And if from you everything your big nose. Everything. Your full lips. Because at the end of the day, they paying to look just like you. Them same that same them same braids or them same locks or them same full lips that you got teased about in in middle school, high school. White girls going out here and getting Lip injections and Botox and tanning every and every six weeks. Your black skin is bad, but they tan. Mm-hmm. Your black lips are bad, but they getting implants. Chloe mm-hmm. Kardashian, look. Did you see how? Mm-hmm. I can't even say what I'm going to say. This regular Anglo-Saxon white woman looked a certain way when she was growing up. She went and paid to get a tiny waist, a big butt. Darker skin, <clears throat> bigger eyes, fuller lips. <clears throat> yeah. And why is she? Why are they celebrated in that way? When <clears throat> I was born with this stuff. Yeah. And I get. You and know, you on you is ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Coco Brown is ugly on you, but oh my God, look at Chloe. Mm-hmm. Facts. Them full lips is too big, but oh my God, look at Kim. Mm-hmm. They they are. Listen. They irk. Your black is beautiful, and your African is amazing. Facts. Okay? You are your ancestors' wildest dreams. Facts. Do you. Do you. Live in your purpose. Celebrate yourself from head to toe, because ain't nothing wrong with you. Nothing wrong. You are royalty. Facts. And everything, we got to realize, everything in this world is telling you that you ain't shit, because you are the shit. You are royalty. At what point do you realize that if you knew who you were... Everything will be, I'm telling you, everything will change. Everything when we change. realize who we are and how powerful we are and how amazing we are, the world will be fucked up. Facts. Um, yes, and again, if you want change, you have to change your mind. Facts. But you can't, can't wake, wake everybody, everybody up. up. Good, Good morning. morning. It's your king, 
J Bitter B. This episode is brought to you by Barbel, a barber that's mobile. The next time you in the STL metropolitan area, text to schedule your next appointment at 314-433-9471. That number again is 314-433-9471. They come wherever you at. Get a haircut in your own comfort.